ready, man? Party people in the place to be. Uh-huh. It's about that time. Hi, and welcome to the podcast today. Yeah. It is uh, February 6th. Hello. Happy it's <laughs> four years. It seems like it's been so much longer. Well, that's what happens when uh, a lot of people die from a global pandemic. <laughs> I'm going to be super cynical and super snarky today, but yes, it's been four years since you came here and probably sat in that very spot. We're like, hi, my name is Alex Thomas, and I work mm-hmm. at a place called Floyd the Wellness. was right there. Yep. And that was, that was Robin who sent you over here? It was Robin. Yep. Robin, I always thought it was Crystal, but okay. Nope. And I knew that you were you. You thought it was a year prior, right? You thought it was 2018. I did. And I was like, in 2018, I was sitting in my living room. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so it was 2019 then. What's your uh, What's your favorite and then least favorite memory of us? Oh God, what is my favorite? Do you want me to let you think on that one? Yeah, let okay. me come back to it. Uh, I know. <laughs> it's funny. Um, so I think you know this. Uh, last night, uh, our our friend Jamil won a Grammy. I did. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, very what? very nice looking. Him and his wife. So you saw pictures. I did see pictures. Oh good. Oh good. Because I woke they up. It looks th- great. Yeah yeah. I I need to send him some more snarky texts. Yeah. Um. And be like, well, at least now you have a Grammy to keep that pretty lady in your life because she married way down. <laughs> He and I just, he and I just take all kinds. We just uh, shit talk each other back and forth. I just love the story that they have where when he was working on that album and he decided to make a sound with like a kitchen, like a uti- he was out in the garage like or a something. kitchen item, yeah. and she's like, "What are you doing? Oh, you know, doing work for the Beyonce album, like just dropping the the, the sweeper, whatever, and the crashing yep. sound. Hilarious." Um. So I know you, what I was going to say was, and I wanted to talk about him and some of the Grammys last mm-hmm. night, although it, overall it seems rather uneventful. I didn't watch it. Um, neither did I. We could talk about how uneventful and how we didn't watch it. I was like, let's talk about Jamil. And I was like, I think the list of people you find unattractive is is an easier list to get to than those you find do you you do you do find attractive. Probably. <laughs> I find a lot of people attractive. Jamil's one of them. Yes, I just wasn't going to say it cuz his wife. Duh. Oh, it's fine. He's very handsome. Um but then I I know you don't find him attractive, so this won't be an issue for you, but I see a bunch of things in my feed today um of Jonathan Majors and he's not wearing much clothing, but that's not your he's not your thing, so don't worry about it. I mean there's something about him that yes, I don't, I don't, I'm not that like, I'm not that attracted to it. Even his general like mysterious nature. That's you know? that's crazy. Uh, yeah, because there's other. I also don't find Michael B. Jordan. I'm not super attracted to Michael B. Jordan, mm. but he's handsome. He's a handsome. Like I don't deny that he's a handsome man. Interesting. But like as far as my attraction to him, like Idris Elba. Lord help me. Why you know is, what I mean? Why is he more attractive than the other two? I think I'm more attracted to swagger. Like so, I like, have it. I'm not in my opinion. They don't have okay. the swagger that I like. Okay. Is there something about? And I think Idris is older. Um, another great example of somebody I'm tra- attracted to, although I have a theory, Pedro Pascal. Okay. Also older, um, but also has that like just general like swagger to him. And he, not even like the kind that you would think of, like Michael B. Jordan. Like, I imagine Pedro Pascal could walk out of the house without a shower. And I'm still like, ooh, hey. I don't know what it, maybe it's because they're older. 
I think I think that's what it is. Like okay. I'm not attracted to a ton of people in my age group. That could be the only thing. Except I Thomas. Mean, except my husband. <laughs> he, when we're talking about crushes you'll never touch. Sure. He doesn't count. No. No, because I guess the only difference is, because I, I would think that many people find that quartet uh, objectively very good looking. I do and, think they're good looking. I'm just not attracted to them. Got it. Uh, con- congrats to Jimmy. I'm going to play some of his stuff on the show later on tonight. Nice. And uh, Was he Cuffett? Was Cuffett him? No. Oh, okay. No, it, it was not. Uh, he had the first track and like the 10th track. Very trippy EDM sounding things and I, all up in uh, yeah that was what I'm not yeah. that girl yeah um, oh yeah I think back and like if you were an artist that put out a dance album and maybe you were like a dance artist like a, a Daft Punk type and I'm just using them Dua as, Lipa no she doesn't count like a straight okay. dance artist okay not pop artists who do dance but say because if you look back over Calvin the years Harris. good example mm-hmm. even though he dabbles with pop um, and he makes he's a pop star basically. But if you look back over the the history of those dance album of the year winners for the Grammys, they're often dance centric mm-hmm. artists, and you know that's like the zenith of of their career, the mm-hmm. apex. Mm-hmm. I'd hate to have been one of those artists. Do you want something? Hi, hon. What do you want? Look at that sweet face at our door. What? <laughs> Open the goddamn door. You want me? What do you want? What? You mean me, Alex? Oh, what do you want? He needs me later. Why? Get out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, He's cranky today. I am not fucking having it. T- today someone will <laughs> get stabbed in the eye and in the ear. This was not long... Okay, this was not the year to be a great dance artist and put out a dance album because Beyonce basically put that thing out and won that album. I, 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 okay, but can we discuss that Harry Styles won over her for, I think it's record of the year, he album did. of the year? He did. And then it like, do you agree with that? Uh the the singles that have been released, like I think as it was, we will be hearing in I love Harry Styles. 2073. Mm-hmm. I think late night talking is okay. Mm-hmm. I think the Susie song was shit. I didn't listen to the rest of the album. If I had to match up radio singles for radio singles or hit singles for hit single, to me the first album was better. Mm-hmm. But I and that's about where my opinion ends when it comes to these two. I though I know that some people are surprised that Beyonce didn't win and Harry did. That's why she won like the the, the lowest hanging kind of irrelevant album of the year with the dance album. That's why I say like if you were Daft Punk or somebody like that, like you just throw your hands up in July because yeah. you go, she's getting dance album of the year. Yeah, she did. Yeah, you just kind of chalk it up except, I mean, <laughs> okay, so Harry winning over Beyonce for the, I mean, this was controversial. Like, People were booing him and in his acceptance speech because they felt like Beyonce should have won. Adele won that a couple years ago. She felt like Beyonce should have won for Lemonade. Um, Taylor Swift won a VMA, and Kanye thought Beyonce should have won. Like, there's so there's some things, and and I'm surprised because Beyonce is the most decorated Grammy winner apparently yeah. now, but she still can't hit that category. She's yeah. never won in that one category, and I don't know if her music is because it just doesn't translate across crowds as much. Well, no, because Harry Styles is very much pop and he's not going to get some R&B folks to listen where Beyonce is R&B but she gets a lot of pop it listeners might, too like she gets everybody I don't I'm I'm confused clear, it, it might just be timing of who puts out albums when cuz clearly it's not like and this is Yeah, I guess so she did put it out in the summer. Not not that necessarily. Um it's not like the Grammys dislike her and continue to um 
overlook her. I mean, she now has more Grammys than anyone. No one has more Grammys in history than than her. But is it is it fair to say that in the category that matters, they continue to snub her? I feel like in one of the categories that matters, she continues to get snubbed. I have to I have again. I didn't do homework on this, but you bring up a good point. But the two you just illustrated, I don't know the Harry album. But picking Harry is not a bad choice. Sure. Picking Adele is certainly not a bad choice. I don't, and, and one example I read this morning, I don't think it was a Beyonce year, um, and maybe it was. It wasn't like when Beck won that that year over Beyonce. It might be mm-hmm. just who she's up against. It's not quite Macklemore winning best right. rap album against Kendrick Lamar right. and right. you know ASAP Rocky and all the people you know that deserve. Sorry, Macklemore. Um, yeah, it was interesting. And then Bonnie Raitt, where does she fit in in all of this? What the hell? Was that like single of the year? I don't pop single of the year or something like that. I don't. I don't know. The, I, I don't. The Grammys. And the Grammys have got and yes, the Academy, whoever that is, like the electorate, has gotten its fair share of criticism over the years. Maybe not so much as um, the, the, the people that pick the Oscars and, and the Hollywood Foreign Press, but um, but it's not. It's talking out of all sides of your mouth, where you. This is the highest honor for many, but yet we criticize who who's picking, and I don't know if the group picks all the awards or some pick some but it, it's there's some hypocrisy and there's a lot of talking outside of your mouth and you know what it means to one person might mean less to another i th- I, I think of what is it the weekend like who are some of the the um he stopped artists? submitting right yeah where they don't even i think it was drake where they like they don't hold any value in things yeah. like this anymore because they there's been so many snubs that it's almost like it takes away from the credibility of the yeah. award, which happens at every level for every award for every thing. You know what I mean? That that like you question how this actually happened, and then you really start to look at the credibility of it, and it's like you know what? It really doesn't matter. Anyway. It, no, it it doesn't. And I'm sure whenever the, the ratings for last night viewership is probably out, and as usual, it's probably lower than it's been. And I heard Trevor the- Noah was great. I, I would expect Which nothing less. Be. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's he's solid. He's the mm-hmm. the perfect host for these things. He he gets the right tone. He doesn't walk anywhere near the line, but is still very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I for all the criticism that is hurled at these places that offer these presti- air quotes prestigious award shows that we have been slaves to for for decades now. At the end of the day, like who cares? Like Beyonce. Winning or not winning, it doesn't affect how you or I like or appreciate the music. And if you lined up, I think if we actually saw the people who were the electorate for these big award shows, we would not even care at all. Because you would wonder how these people are making these choices for what essentially relates to and creates pop culture. Can I just burst people's bubble? Can I please be that? Because you know how some people, like, they get into this conspiracy theory, and I'm like, life's just not that interesting, you guys. Like, let's have a come to Jesus. I just want to be that. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, that was staged. Can we stop talking about, oh my God. There was, Jen and Ben were um, filmed, and it looked like Jennifer... Uh, dragged him to the place? No, it looked like she had like set him straight like a child. Like people are talking about how Ben Affleck was sulking and Jennifer 
turned and looked at him. What the hell is her name? Lopez. Jennifer Lopez turned and looked at him and was like, sit up straight or something like that. Like it was like she she just kind of mommed him. And everyone's like, oh my God, look at And I'm like, it's not a coincidence that the camera was on Trevor Noah already. They both were smiling in the end. They couldn't even hold it together. Like you see Ben Affleck just kind of grin. And Jennifer Lopez, she's a bad actress. We know she's a horrible actress. She's not going to get away with that. Like that was clearly staged because everybody said that's what happened at the Golden Globes or whatever, you know, the most recent award show was where it, where they talked about it again. It was like Ben that was scolding Jen, Jennifer Lopez. Oh, at her movie premiere. There's some viral videos out where it looked like Ben was scolding her for having another drink. And so now she's scolding him because people were talking about it like that was a created viral moment and everybody is falling for it. It's annoying me. Was it the kind of thing that became viral with a quick camera shot and then they moved on or did the camera linger on them? I don't know. I didn't watch it for that long. Because it it's become a lot like... Sports. Yes. Where if you slow something down Mm -hmm. slow enough and you look really hard at it because we can go these infinitesimal frame by frames, Mm -hmm. we can all have these bizarre looks that we didn't think our faces did or, or our hands made. I think it's good producing. So I feel like it was a moment at the Grammys that is still being talked about and that you can, like you can easily look up that video and find it. But in my opinion, the fact that they both were like giving a little slight smirk at the end and that the camera was on them, like, come on, don't be dumb. That was a viral moment that they quickly made and, and got it together only because they had had a true viral moment just a couple weeks ago at one of her premieres. So when I woke up this morning, again, ha- burst. having not watched the thing, I didn't see anything on the places that I go like trending that were like mm-hmm. must watch performances or oh wow moments. Um, I'm I the hip hop performance I heard was good. Which and, one was? It? Oh, because it was the 50th anniversary. Until, and I think they did a takeoff uh, and uh, whatever that's called when somebody passes. What is wrong with me today? Like they they our vibe is off. Yeah, I guess so. Somebody said like all millennials when like Busta Rhymes was out there and they're vibing, and then Lil Uzi Vert comes out and they're just like, "What is this?" Who brought him on stage? Have you heard that song? No. There's a song with them? There's a little there's a little Uzi Vert song. Oh god. And I forget. Hey Siri, what's the new Lil Uzi Vert song? Here's an answer from pitchfork.com. That's not it. Your Siri is British. It is, yes. You bougie bitch. It the his song, it's I know that. Everything is a collection of sounds mm-hmm. and noises. Mm-hmm. This is the top of the list when it comes. It's mumbling and, mm-hmm. and sounds. It's, <laughs> like the funny thing is, I I like it. I think it's a good song. Do you? I think it's a good song, <laughs> but it's terrible. Mm. Like it's mm-hmm. literally just a collection of. It's not. It's noise and sound more than it is music. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, it's, I think it's called I Just Want to Rock. Oh. Um. What was the other thing I wanted to ask you about that? I don't know. Let me play some of this for you. And of course, I'll, there's going to be an ad, blah, blah, blah. Can you hear? Oh, those headphones. Oh, yeah. I just want to rock. 
1600 block. I just wanna rock. I just wanna. Ah, 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 ah. There's a dance to it. I like it. It's I not, actually do like it's it. It's not a song though. You know what it reminds me of? Um, back in the day, you know the songs that used to play when you're at the skating rink. Like the chicken dance. No, what is it? Sandstorm or something? Yes. It's like that, where it's like it's more like a beat for people to like dance, which they haven't made one of those in a really long time. But um, not hip hop artists. No, I do know that song. I I just yeah, I know that song. I've heard it. It's not. We have to. We just can't call it a song. That that noise is. Very addicting. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, and I was trying to figure this out. I'm no hip hop historian. It was the 50th anniversary of hip hop, right? Which is 73. Mm-hmm. I thought hip hop started with like early 80s Run DMC. No. Um, what's the song that's like 20 minutes long? Sugar Hill Gang? Yes. Rapper's Delight? Yes. Hey Siri, what year is Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang? On it. Everybody's slow today. That was not 73. But but I... Still on it. <laughs> Get it together, Siri. Rapper's Delight was 1980. Because uh, it sampled, I think, Chic, Good Times, mm-hmm. which was like a before that, obviously. So I don't know how... Like, are we saying that, like, some of the pre... Oh, yeah, and they're saying Rapper's Delight was the first song. I don't, I don't get that, because mm. I was doing the math. I'm like, wait a second. Mm. I'm not 50. Because mm. <laughs> like, 73, that, that's even, like, pre-chic and, like, black dance, black black disco era. That's true. Donna Summer, so I, I did But hey, whatever, man. I, I guess, what, anything to celebrate black people during um, Black History Month? You damn straight. You damn straight. Every day is Black History Month. Did Did you watch Saturday Night Live? I did. I loved every second of Tell it. Did me. you watch what I sent you? No, you sent me something. I sent you like a quick TikTok of one of the one. Oh my god! I just sounded like a Midwesterner. TikTok. Where did you send it? I texted it to you. Did you? Uh huh. I think it was on Sunday. Oh, that I definitely no. There was nothing from you yesterday. Oh shit! Which Eric did I send it to? Lord help me. Whoops. Uh oh. Lord help me. Uh, I know they did. You have to tell me the skits to watch. Oh no! Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. I sent it to you. I where? It's right there. Is I, it? Is it just to me or is it? I the... sent it at one oh eight p.m. Don't have it. Oh, that's too bad. I have your podcast top. Oh wait, it's well before that. Yep, yep. Before no, that, oh, oh, there it is. I because I saw your your news thing first. I thought it was great. So I loved. I love it when they break character. Like I love it when they are doing a skit that is so funny that they themselves can't stop laughing. And there was a lot of that. Like there was Pedro a, Pascal broke character, right? On many skits, right. like at least three. And um, I loved how much that meant to him. Like you know, he in his opening monologue. He like shed some tears talking about his family, and in the end, he was about to shed some tears about how grateful it was, and it was the best day of his life. So you clearly could feel the like how big of a deal it was for him. Also, I'm a huge Coldplay fan, and they played one of my favorite Coldplay songs with a choir. So it was very like Foo Fighters times like these, right when Joe Biden was announced the president and Trump lost. Did for they do, me. Did they do Fix You? They did fix you, yes. Mm-hmm. And the new one is called the Astronaut. Uh, I think so. Because they have a new song. I didn't I, love it. Okay. I didn't love the first song they played. Okay, 
but it was great. The skits were great. Some of them were a little meh. They opened with a, a Chinese balloon skit, and it was oh. um, what's the? But it was so funny because the gentleman who played the balloon was um is his name isn't Rowan. What's the, what's the Asian man on the show? He's kind of one of their more famous ones now. Oh, I forget his name. It's gonna drive me nuts. He played the balloon, and he he his character was like. So why are we afraid? I'm going to, I'm like, are we, oh, of course, be afraid of the balloon. You only are all plugged into Siri every day. Watch out for Alexa. And he was like, but of course, the balloon is stealing all your private information. It was, go on, please. It was so that's fun. So funny. So he was being interviewed by a news media, like the by like was being interviewed? MSNBC or something <laughs> like that. And they were like, I don't understand the big deal. I'm just flying around. And all of a sudden, like everybody's all up in my shit. And, it, and but you but you're all connected to Alexa every day. And then they were like, yeah, yeah, sure. Be scared of me. You who keeps your all your passwords in the notes app. And I was like. I was dying. It was genius. I'm like, this is hilarious. It's so like relevant. And then you go into the Pedro Pascal like content, and it was I- I'm not even kidding. He broke character like three or four times in multiple skits. I was waiting was for you great. to great. I know that there was a Super Bowl one with like Eagles and KC fans. Was oh yeah. I was waiting for the you. Chicken to t- wings. I don't know. I was, was waiting gross. for you to to give me this list to see which ones I should watch. The balloon thing. That's that. I mean, they're usually pretty quick, but. That's really fast that they got that thing going because they just shot that thing down on Saturday. And he, the personality that they gave the balloon, the, the personality was this very sassy, like, gay man. It was so funny. And then, um, so Pedro, Pedro Pascal's scenes were um, when he played the uh, Latino mother, the you know, with the Latino son who brought home a white girl. And then... <laughs> And that is hardly in English. And it was still, to me, absolutely hilarious. And then he played a husband in the hospital who had, like, had some brain damage. <laughs> and he <laughs> and then he, he was at a dinner with, he was at a dinner with a bunch of people. And this girl brought her sister who was, like, from around the way. And she's like, mm-mm, because I need my meat extra, extra, extra well done. And then... <laughs> She's sitting there cutting her steak and the whole table is shaking because it's so well done. And then everybody's wine is spilling and she's trying to have a regular conversation. She goes, "Uh uh-huh, what'd he do? And the table's just... (laughs) It was... So Thomas and I were mad at each other and I was purposely trying not to laugh so I could still show that I was pissed off and it was really hard. Because I'm petty. And we were mad at each other. And so I decided to watch this while I was still pissed at him. So I was basically sitting there like this, like trying to show that I'm mad and I couldn't help but fucking laugh. It was really funny. It was great. And that, you should watch it. That, I will. I watched some of the skits. skits. Did you wind up seeing the promo for it? Where no. he went to go whack the PA? No. Yeah, because the, the uh, production assistant had the head of one of the... Uh, Infected by the cordyceps. Oh and no! Like, That's Al, the production assistant. Don't do that. They, good. I'm surprised they didn't go for like a Game of Thrones moment, but I think because he's already had so much. Mat- well, not so much material, but yeah, like they didn't go for a Game of Thrones moment, and I feel like they could have. But it was still. I mean, the stuff that they did was great. I'll I'll, I'll jump through some of them tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, La- uh, Last of Us comes out 
on Friday this week because who knows how many people would or wouldn't watch it with the Super Bowl on Sunday. I didn't watch last night's episode, so we have to watch that tonight. Yep, I'll do the same. Yeah, I got to catch up on that. Uh, you do watch a lot of TikTok, and it's ruining people. <sighs> okay, so first of all, <laughs> I don't watch a lot of TikTok. Yes, you I do. mean, I will entertain myself when I'm bored, but I will intentionally like put my phone down as well. But I feel like the TikTok platform has a lot of drama. We know this. Okay, imagine Britney Spears, and Britney Spears is uploading photos on Instagram, right? Like, you've seen those. You know, we've even, like, sent some back and forth. Like, what is going on here? How do people not see what's going on here? But those are just photos, maybe some videos of her dancing. Where TikTok, people can literally go on live, and they are unwell. And there's thousands of people just watching. Yeah. And I feel like this platform, I, I don't know if it's been addressed yet. Like, I don't know if they have been addressed about stuff like that and how damaging damaging it is. Like, there are people that you can go back right now and look up TikToks of them having actual breakdowns in chronological order by the amount of TikToks that they share and what the contents are. I hate that I'm saying TikToks. I sound so Midwest. I hate it. Don't forget old. TikToks. Um, and it like is that are we going to see that coming soon? Where they're going to? I mean, and they don't get taken down. I guess you. I mean, you can't. So they haven't had their moment yet. Where I think Facebook and Twitter and some of the other places did mm-hmm. when someone kills themselves on a live, and then it has to come down, or or somebody kills another person. Like right. there's murder on a live maybe but I just I feel like there's a lot of things that I have seen and I scroll past and I'm a damn mental health professional okay so I'm going to stop and look at it and try to figure out what I'm looking at until I realize like okay this person just isn't well you know and then I see some people in the comments where they're like are you okay is something happening blink twice if we need to call the police like shit like that there's a lot of it though so you don't see stuff like that then no, but I believe it exists. Mm-hmm. And as much as in our little universe, more and more, like I, I lately, I, I have been hearing the phrase mental health like too frequently. Mm-hmm. It's just been a, a, a lot to handle and no, nothing bad. It's just mm-hmm. like one of those things I want to take a break from. Um, but that's still not the majority of people. That's why there are still stigmas that exist. And in this case, it is entertainment, sadly, for people. It, it is. It's becoming entertainment for people and triggers for other people. As an example, in the summertime, I f- now I followed this story because I really wanted to know how this was going to turn out. There was a influencer that I guess is pretty well known. Her name is Gabby Hanna, and she used to be like a Disney star. And now she's an adult, so she's not in Disney Channel anymore, and she's just doing social media stuff. And she had been known to have bipolar disorder, and she was having an episode with mania, but she didn't realize it. And so she's making all of these TikToks, doing all of this weird stuff, and sharing it. And everyone's like, is she okay? We should be concerned for her. People are sharing it, saying please be concerned, please pray for her, all of this stuff, so much so that a fan showed up to her house, showed up to her house to make sure she was okay, and he, she let him inside. <laughs> and, it then, and then he started, like, taking advantage of her. And it, was, it all happened on live. Like, it happened on live. It happened on videos that she would share. And it was like, how is this happening? This is dangerous, you know? 
it'll have its moment like all the other platforms did where somebody got killed online mm-hmm. and whatever else. Um, that that feels like when the other platforms had to really drill down and hire people and maybe not just algorithms or whatnot or unleash an army against the things that they simply cannot have on their platforms. There was at one point she was she had a pretty nice home in LA and she had like a pool and she was walking around her pool and her home was trashed and there was spray paint on the walls like all of the stuff that some people that go through a certain kind of mania experience and in the background there was like a bloodied blanket and they're like is that blood is that paint what is that what is going on and then as she I think she was mandated to the hospital at one point and she was medicated and she came down from it and then she had to rewatch everything she had just did and she was she horrible horrified like she and she shared about that and it was like all of that happened publicly it's still up there people were talking about it people come to your house people were calling the police on her all of these things were happening on this platform and i feel like i see more and more and more mental health emergencies happening on the platform and people are taking it as entertainment or uh britney spears right all of these mental health emergencies are happening on a platform and people are taking it as entertainment free britney this and that and it's like no, this is a big problem. Like this person's safety is at risk. We need not. We need to mind our damn business. You know what I mean? But we can't because there's there's too many people out there. I guess so. who want to watch it. And to wrap this up, when you messaged me this morning, podcast topic is TikTok negatively exposing people with mental health struggles. And my response was, is it social media? A yes. B no. If A, then yes, it's harmful. I mean. There's good on social media. It can be very helpful things that we talk about, groups that we can send people to, letting people know that they're not alone and things like mm-hmm. that. Those communities are often quiet and it's like if it like news. If it bleeds, it leads. Helping people is never as big of a story as something like that. Mm-hmm. So and and there's a there's a lot of things. But I, I think we can conclusively say with this study and that study. That social media is a big, big reason. Not mm-hmm. the reason, but if there was a pie chart, it would be a lot of color for why kids and teens and whoever else you want to blame are are in some of the dire straits that they're in. Yeah, I think TikTok's going to have their moment. I mean, what, what really, what had produced that text to you? Last night, I saw someone recording her mom as her mom was kicking her out of her home with her baby. But the mom was very firmly and calmly... We're going to get you some help. We're going to get you some help. I'm calling to have, I'm not calling the police to have you kicked out. I'm calling to have you get some help. Right. So I knew exactly what was happening because we've done that before. I've done that. And then this morning, there was a girl that literally filmed herself on live taking a dump on her parents' couch. And there were all like you look at it and there's all these videos attached to this incident and there's all these lives attached to this incident from this person who is clearly manic and it's like this is bad like <laughs> this is not good you know and then you have thousands of people gassing you up making it difficult for you even to yep. you know what i mean so anyway i one of one of the theories that i am more confident in over the last couple of years And you just painted the perfect picture and presented all this great evidence. Like, why there are a lot of people who just don't want to work as they could. Mm -hmm. The nonsense of, like, nobody wants to work. Mm -hmm. I think one of the big reasons is why I have my phone. One, it keeps me busy as long Mm -hmm. as I can afford it. 
mm, that that's really all I need. And two, everybody, too many people think they're one video away from never having to work again for 15 minutes or like five seconds. But the allure that fame is in your back, fame and riches mm-hmm. in, are in your back pocket and you're just one one video away is is very appealing and very alluring. I'm not, I don't disagree with that. I, I feel like you look at your Michaela Nagara and your Remy Baders who are like regular ass women who started uploading makeup tutorials and the other girl uploading all these pictures of her looking horrible in plus size clothing shitting on all the brands which I find hilarious because it's true like what is this target like why would I want to wear this and then they get famous off of that alone and then boom never if you're smart if you're smart never have a struggle again for the rest of your life just as quick while the rest of us are trying to get up and go to our regular ass nine to five with sleep in our eyes and 75 cents in our bank account like I I get it but there's been some things I've been reading lately about how things go viral on TikTok. And I guess the the one example, there was a uh, like TikTok upfront recently where they let a bunch of media in instead of hiding like a lot of the other platforms had. Mm-hmm. They they talked about how things go viral and how this happens and why that happens. And I guess it was candid and forthcoming, but it's not all the secrets. And I think it was... It was one of those mega bands, like the Rolling Stones or Elton John or Bono. Like, there was somebody that hit a button because this band was back and they made it go viral. And a lot of other times, like, they can do the same because they they know what will go. And mm-hmm. it's kind and of... what time to share it and what to share. Well, yeah, but for sure. The, the, the algorithms was, will push things, but it was kind of interesting to see that there is a... There is a wizard behind the curtain that can just hit a button and... Poof, like mm-hmm. literally you can take a person and give them mega fame. Now, look, maybe in a year after they've made tens of millions of dollars, <clears throat> they've shifted their public and social media perspective from whatever got them famous to I'm such a broken person now. Now they're sharing their mental health anguish that came with their fame. It's it's fascinating to watch because I remember I think I told you this before and the first person I recognized with was with Kevin Durant. Um, when LeBron was the villain with the Heat, and I remember us talking about when LeBron was the villain with the Heat, and Kevin Durant was this young guy with that young team. I I remember thinking, I'm like, enjoy it now because mm-hmm. if there's one thing we like doing more than building up the next big thing is tearing it the fuck down. Yeah, well, Kevin Durant got torn down because he doesn't oh. brush his fucking hair or put lotion on. Well, I'm allowed to say that I'm a black person. Like, <laughs> who and, who and raised he, you, sir? He brought a lot of it on himself. Yeah. But we love building things up and then tearing it back down and then maybe, if deserved, oh, sure. giving it a second chance. The narrative of following these things is is stunning. And it's the, been that for an eternity. Though. I no, oh, it's human nature, mm-hmm. a thousand percent, and. When I'm briefly on TikTok, maybe somewhat on Instagram, but I I say this tongue in cheek that like I, I I hate the Phillips of the world. I hate the people Bastards. have that have been genetically gifted and you can like look at a weight and bang, you look like that. It's this is where I shouldn't think like this when I'm 44 years old, so I can only imagine 43 years old. I can only imagine how a 23-year-old or a 13-year-old looks at it where it's like, wow, I am the ugliest thing. And these people have 
have been blessed and they have continued they have they have continued to walk that yellow brick road simply because of the way they look. Like I, I have come I, I would never have this problem. If I was unmedicated, I might be on some kind of rampage. Like may perhaps a dangerous incelly rampage. But the amount of beauty and the point zero zero one percent of humanity that has been gifted and put in some hard work, but more gifted than anything else. Like, it makes me angry when I see these people. I'm like, I'm so sorry you have to work for a living by taking pictures for 90 minutes. Like, I I don't, right. Like, Philip, we love Philip, right? And and he's, and he's lovely, and he's just blessed, right? And he works hard on his body, too, and his life, and he's made, you know, decisions related to those things. So I give him all the credit in the world for that. But you ain't lying. Like, when I was 14, again, and I've said this before on the show, I don't. I didn't look like Kylie Jenner. Like I looked like Gretchen from Recess. You know what I mean? We're fourteen and fifteen year olds now, slapping on all the makeup, trying to make their lips look like they got injections with whatever, sucking their lips into some sort of cap so it can make it look fuller. Like we didn't think about shit like that. Like I was still wearing my like rave or deb clothing, trying to sneak thongs into my shopping bag so my mother didn't see it. Like I did, you know, it just those things didn't happen. Braces, glasses retainers like permed hair maybe split ends like i didn't wear weaves it's you know beautiful people and absolute beauty are inescapable really you have to actively (laughs) not look at it like to walk down the timeline here briefly when i was a kid there was the sports illustrated swimsuit edition that's all there was that that, (laughs) playboy that, that, but, I but mean, you weren't allowed like, to have that, stuff. right? Exactly. Right. right. Then I guess as you were probably like a teen, um, you had to deal with the fact that boys that you knew they liked the Maxim girls, and there were more and more of those magazines. They, you know, what they liked the boys that I liked, they liked Apple Bottom girls, and but oh, were, your girl did not have an Apple Bottom. The, the, <laughs> it just what's is, I forget if it's Moore's law where computer chips or technology like magnifies or multiplies by a hundred or some a large number every X amount of months. Like that's what had happened. You went from me where you know, and I'm just using myself as the example because I'm the beginning of me. Sports Illustrated swimsuit, and you go to Maxim, then you get you know internet stuff and like internet porn took off. Like I could open up, open up my phone right now and in. If I were not in the headspace that I was, I could feel like I'm literally the ugliest person on the planet within about 15 seconds on looking at TikTok. You have to actively move it away or else you will be crippled mentally. And again, I don't know how how, how kids are able to manage it because it's worse than ever. Again, it's inescapable. I think the video girl era was... Hour like was like my. You wanted to be age. in a Nelly video, having no, I I didn't, but that was the standard. So a, yeah. a video girl era and and like being like again, I continue to use Gretchen as an example because I did in fact look just like Gretchen, and that wasn't cute. None of that. Like I didn't have my first boyfriend until I was like seventeen, you know, and that and that's that's fine, but it it's just a it's just different. Like you. 100 percent and and the standard has completely changed i don't know how my kids are going to handle it the 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 standard but also the the quantity Mm -hmm. the quantity um there was a meme i posted last week 
And it was something like, uh, how did you think the uh, adult world w- would be? And it was something that looked like it was out of like a, uh, <laughs> do you remember what I posted? No, but <laughs> but I'm like, I thought it was going to be better than this. What is this shit? Let me see if I can find it. it <laughs> hold on. I'll do, I'll do more editing here. Here you go. Therapist, you said you were disappointed with life and how the world operates. What were your expectations? Can you describe that vi- visual? Highlighter magazine? Sure. Highlights? Yeah. Yeah, highlights. Yeah, yeah. Like the things, the things we have to unlearn or be untaught mm-hmm. from our childhoods. Nuts. Will take three lifetimes mm-hmm. of your own to therapy out of you. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to wrap up. Did you figure your best and worst moment of four years? No. I, honestly, I forgot. I feel like you and I, what was, was it pride a couple years ago? Like we had a really good time when we were out. It was, Allie was in town. Oh, that was uh, 19. Was that 19? Floyd, was that our first pride? Promenade Park, Floyd was there. I remember that. I feel like we've had some really good times. I don't know if we had any bad ones. Do Have we had bad ones? I mean, there's always a worst. I mean, worst can still be good. I guess so. Have we had bad ones? Not bad, but again, everything is relative. When I couldn't go to Philadelphia. Oh, that wasn't great. No. But you know what? I wonder if we, we would have, and, and maybe all that for nothing, because I didn't even want, well, shit, because we might have left that Saturday. Oh, yeah, because of the weather. Well, and then waited it out. I don't know, but yeah. Oh, man. All right, we're done. Bye-bye.